Fight on, my men, Sir Andrew said. I am hurt, but I am not slain. I lay down, be down and bleed a while, then I'll rise and fight again. Guys, Super Bowl next year. This is Breaking Tables. Oh, what a game last night. Thank you for tuning in. Let's go ahead and get the group in. Daphneel! What's up, Ryan? I see you, you shaved. You sound very enthused today, I see you shaved. I did. I did. It feels so good. I don't know. I just, I needed to shave a little bit because that whole superstitious bullshit of not shaving did not work to have a um, And I blame that one on you. So it's fine. I uh, man, this, this uh, last night's game was definitely a, uh, a kick in the balls. I, I'm just, I'll be, be straight up honest with it. It was, um, I mean, whatever it is, what it is. We're it's our bills, baby. It's our Buffalo bills. Tampa Neal, I'm sure you're going through the motions too. I'm sure our guests that are joining the show tonight are definitely going through the motions. Um, now, oh fuck, let's go ahead and just get them all on. Why don't we say that here? Let's go ahead and start with uh, the chapter president, Eric Medler from the Charlotte Beach Bills backers. Eric, what's going on, brother? Thanks for joining the show. Hey, what's going on, Brian? Uh, Carolina Beach Bills backers. Ooh. Damn it, dude. I need, hold on a minute. I read that one completely wrong. Let me, did, did I say that in the... In the, in the, in the dude, that's all right. All good. Uh, all good, man. It's all good. So, okay, yeah. yeah I, uh, I, wrote, I wrote it correctly, but I pronounced it wrong. <laughs> Shit, he's never going to be on the show ever again. Dude. No, <laughs> well, thanks How you for doing, brother, in. man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it, that was a hard game last night, no doubt about it. But, I mean, there's there was... Honestly, there is uh, you're kind of seeing the inception of the legend just before it goes through birth. You know, I mean, I that's where I feel like we're at. Yeah. I legitimately feel that way. Well, that's uh, we're going to have plenty of time to kind of rehash our emotions throughout the uh, the night tonight. Uh, let's go ahead and get our other two fans on here, but they're not Bills fans. They're Chiefs fans. But let's go ahead and get them on anyways. We got Mike and Brian Isbell. What's going on, gents? Good evening. Yo, how's it going? You know, we're, we're all wearing yeah. black. Yeah. <laughs> we actually all are wearing black. Well, we're wearing black, too. I mean... Trying to You're making us feel better. You're making us feel better. I appreciate that. Um, Don't so you always guys... wear black to a funeral? Isn't that how it... <laughs> basically? How do we kick him out of here? Let's do this. No, I appreciate you guys uh, hopping back on. I know that there's definitely no bad blood at all. Uh, both teams played their asses off. Um, but the show is you got to crawl before you walk. I want to know what I want to know is about the whole tailgate scene. Um, before we get into that though, Tampa Neal. Okay. You look like that. You were, you've been, you were beat up mugged by some chiefs fan. Um, not like physically, but just emotionally you are torn. Are you okay, brother? Can we get a wellness check on Tampa Neal, please? No, Tampa Neal's on suicide watch. I think. I think that was sent out yesterday. Okay. Wow. Right. <laughs> we're going to fly again for the FBI. Oh, there goes another. No, I mean, just so many emotions that happened at that game yesterday. 
it was an absolute phenomenal, phenomenal game to be at. How many Newports were smoked at Arrowhead? I'll let Brian go ahead and tell us that one. Uh, yeah, I, I brought, I actually brought two and a half packs and I think I'm, I think I'm closing in on, on the end of pack number two. Uh, the end of that basically right now the end like, of the, the the half the third half right <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, it, there hasn't been a lot smoked today but last night believe me there was a lot of heaters burned in, in arrowhead so many that people were getting kicked out for smoking because it was just everybody was so wound up you know i can't uh, imagine dude i so, can't imagine brian there was one thing you did not see on tv that we saw at the game some dude ran onto the field and got drilled by Diggs. No, we saw that. No, we yeah, definitely guys saw that. that. We definitely oh, saw yeah. that. Did, did Diggs just like tackle somebody? I, I, I didn't yeah. think they showed that on TV anymore. So. Look, it was the best yeah. tackle you guys made all night. It, it, I, I will actually say this. I was. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I've got, I've got. I do have that one. <laughs> I, I figured that was getting me the boot temporarily, so. No, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no no the guys expect that all night I'm, I'm just saying um but at least you guys had fun though okay let's just get back to the basics um we got eric over here joined in from a bills backer so he knows all about the basics and all about the tailgate and all about the fun yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Tampanil, you got there friday night no saturday sorry and you 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 went and actually you saw you went to was it l's right from yeah, bills backers kansas um, their wings are phenomenal, by the way. I was very yeah. impressed. Yes. Better than yours? No. I mean, I mean, that means a lot coming from Tampanil. They were very good. Their wings were very, very good. Yes. I, I would actually eat the crap out of those again. It was out in the middle of nowhere, which I, I've noticed and heard that um, the majority of everything in Kansas City is in the middle of nowhere. So, yeah, it's really spread out. Yeah. But we went there. So we the uh, met, up, met up with the Kansas. Kansas yes. Yeah, so what? Met up with the Kansas City's Bills backers, met Zach there. Um, Randy was there as well. So got to see all those guys. Left there, went to Taps on Main downtown. And um, John Lang was there. Uh, Pinto Ron was there. Place was packed. Had a lot of beer. And then I had a little bit more. Okay. That sounds like an epic story. Did you break any tables just Saturday night alone, Tampanil? No. There okay. were no breaking tables allowed in the bars. That's kind of lame, but all right. There was actually a sign that said that. There was actually a sign that said that. Please no breaking tables. We are not Please liable. Please don't break tables. We don't want... Um, so, lead, yeah, guys, so... leading up to this event, was this weekend, like we called it last Thursday show, we're like, this is going to be the longest fucking few days ever, known to man. Was it, was it yeah. long or was it just me? Yeah, I think Eric, it was how about you? Guy. Was it long Dude, on your end? Yeah, long on my end. But here's the thing: getting getting to over prep, kind of watching every single analyst talk about the game. Ooh, right. That. Yeah, I'm kidding. It was not only fantastic, but it was also terrifying. Just going through all of the scenarios that everyone was talking about, and some really good insights by a lot of people. So to me, the lead up to it was uh, grabbing the big old whiskey jug and just chugging it and watching all this media uh, talking about our bills. And the other part was, I have no idea how the hell this game is going to turn out. Normally I'm like, I think we're going to get all the way there. I think we're, you know, I think we're going to nail it. So there's this, there's just this tension that builds up throughout the week. The more you watch, the more you got nervous. 
you know? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, the, the four days leading up to the game, I distracted myself. I started watching Succession on HBO. So I binged that for like 10 hours just to not think about the Good show. game. Right? Yeah. Great show. Yeah. All, so I started. All it's, I'm it's hearing phenomenal. from Eric is he time traveled like we all did. Time yeah. travel. Time travel. You drink enough of these bad boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next day, it's the next day. <laughs> That's right. What was it like for you guys, Kansas City fans? Uh, look, it it was it was tough. I mean, we expected it to be an absolute battle. We didn't show up last time. Um, we felt like we've been playing better, but still, we have moments where we're like, "Who the hell are these guys?" Because uh, they're not producing the way that we think that they should. And I got a theory on that, by the way, for your guy and our guy. I'll talk about that later. But yeah, it was uh, it was tough, and it just kind of like the build up to it. I mean, obviously excited to go out there, excited to you know get to hang out with Dave and Larry again, get to meet Tampa Neal. Um, you know, and then, you got to meet Tampa Neal. Did he did he make right. wings? What was what ended up happening with that? No, but he smuggled Jello shots on his flight, so that he came <laughs> came all the way through with those. And oh god, hey, I got a couple of those into the stadium too. Nice. <laughs> You, whoa, hey, and that is how we get dildos on the field. Just saying, Mafia. <laughs> you should have saw Tampa Neal's like post. He uh tags Labats, uh, how he packed his suitcase, and you see like three tw- 12 packs, and he's got koozies and every one. It's like every bottle is in a koozie. And uh, Labat USA goes, That is expert level right there. <laughs> nice, that's quality recognition. How about you, Brian? How was your uh, longest weekend leading up to this game, brother? Well, it was definitely, definitely very long because uh, I had to. I I did uh, uh, quite a bit of cooking for the the tailgate. Uh, you know, I ended up doing two uh, uh, big butts. I made pulled pork and uh, made some ribs. Um, Love big know, butts. And me too. Me too. And, Cannot uh, lie. Uh, it was it was great. I, I you know I. I I did go see Mystery Science Theater 3000 live uh, Saturday night. So that was fun to kind of take my mind off of everything. Uh, just, you know, enjoy that. Um, I, I watched the first game on Saturday, but then the, obviously the, uh, the second game uh, with uh, Aaron, the Dr. Rogers, um, you know, uh, I, I just, I loved it. I, I loved that so much. I really did. Um, I actually really enjoyed. I've, I've been to Green Bay, went to Lambeau, and I had a great time up there. But I just I lost a lot of respect for Rodgers this year, and uh, so watching him get bounced again, uh, you know, after everybody just continually said that you know he's this 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 as far as a quarterback, and then he can't beat the 49ers. So um, you know, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, I was up pretty late uh, the night before the game. You know. Um, with my, you know, smoking meats, man, and getting everything ready. I want to make sure, uh, you know, when we had the tailgate that it was, uh, it was a good time. And I, I will say that tailgate was absolutely fantastic. Like yeah, well, top-notch yeah. tailgate. Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a world-class event. There were celebrity sightings. Uh, we had. Tampanil was there. Tampanil was there. Of course, there was a celebrity sighting. Well, no, well, look, not, not to, not to discredit Tampa, Neal's level of uh, fame or anything, but uh, we, we did have the Allen family, uh, different parts of the Allen family come join us. Uh, they used our porta potty. They had some ribs. Josh, Josh's <laughs> uncle uh, was very, very receptive. Brian, you, you could tell us, did, uh, did uh, Josh Allen's girlfriend like your meat? 
you know, uh, I don't believe she had any of my meat. I'm married. She, you know, she ain't getting this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're talking about the butt. I don't think she's did, ready did she for this jelly. Butt? You know? Did she at least try your butt? Man, uh, I tell you. God, it's, I'm it's, talking about the meat, guys. Too, no, I heard, sounded so wrong. I heard, I'm heard, talking about spicy for Too spicy. Her, her dad did have, uh, her, da- her dad and Josh's uncle both had uh, sandwiches and ribs with us and took some shots. So it was, uh, it was, look, great people. I mean, just like every, just typically everybody else we run into who are Buffalo fans, um, you know, they fit right in. We all had a great time. We were listening to music, shooting the shit, drinking, you know, just a good time all around. Oh, I can't wait for next year, guys. I, I'm, I'm going to be a part of that if, that. if I'm still invited by next year after the show. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> well, man. Everybody's uh, invited to our tailgate. Like we said, man, we like, I mean, hopefully the folks that did come to the tailgate, you know, they had a good time and understood that, like, you know, we weren't there. There wasn't there. There wasn't any chirping. There was just partying, like, just having a good time. Um, I mean, that was what it was about. And, uh, you know, it, the, the whole tailgate, like I said, I mean, it, I've been tailgating out there for a long time and I've had a lot of good times out there, but that was definitely a top notch uh, experience. Just having everybody come over and party down with us and stuff. And so yeah. it was good. It was no, it, yeah, it was, it was a hell of a lot of fun. That's for sure. Getting over there, getting to see you guys. Food was a food was phenomenal. Um, yeah. You tried his butt. Amazing. Did you like his butt? I, I did. I tried his nice. ribs. I tried his uh, pulled pork. Man, you're just laying on the line there, right? Yeah, I, I yeah. was. I was like, like gaining about ten pounds in pork yesterday. I think. Yeah, he pulled. He pulled it off the grill, you know, warming it back up, and I just like just reached in, just grabbed a little sample, and went, "Oh boy, I'm in." Oh, I'm gonna eat so much of this. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's- it was it was awesome. I, I actually got some of those uh, Jello shots, uh, and yeah. I started off the, the day uh, drinking Woodford Reserve. Like first thing we hit the parking lot, there was a point where like uh, Campanile okay. offered me a shot when he had just like a few there, and I was just like, uh, dude, I, I can't. Like I got to get into this game, bro. Like you know, like <laughs> you know, it was like uh, whiskey before breakfast. So uh, you know, but I did do a couple of, of Jello shots with the, with everybody and. Uh, I mean, you know, and then we had, we kind of, we kind of mix it up a little bit. You know, a lot of times when we do uh, music at our tailgates, um, you know, it's just straight classic rock, but we mix it up with some funk yesterday to keep it, you know, just have some, some, some fun and like uh, threw on a little Grateful Dead, a little reggae too, and then mix in there. And um, I remember at one point, um, you know, we were just like partying and, and, uh, uh, there was a Stone song that came on, and uh, this this dude this dude's uncle just got got he got wild when the Stones came on, and then he's like, "Hey man, I want to hear some Van Halen." Next song that randomly <laughs> shuffled up comes up Van Halen. I mean, it was like you could feel like it was just it, all the vibe was hitting at the tailgate, yeah. and you know it was just it just felt like really good. Like so, it was a blast, man. Well, I'm glad that you guys were all able to meet up. I'm glad that we introduced you to uh some some good friends of ours so uh that's that's what we're gonna be like and i think next year when we get down with the get down um you're just gonna have i'm, I'm just adding add and sprinkle me onto that mix because that's gonna yeah, be please. i think that'll be a very interesting combination uh you guys yeah, definitely sound like the people yeah, that throw, out Joe, th- throw me in that mix too i'll be at the game yeah. i I, yeah, I can't miss i gotta come to a game now that i got and i got a chief's a buddy of mine who's a chief's fan uh, we committed to go into the next time that we face each other in the postseason. We're going no matter what it is where we meet. 
So yeah. Nice. Well, Eric, you know that we, we we're gonna play them uh as a way team in Kansas next year. I think yeah, we yeah. plan a little we should hoopla ha. That yeah. way we can get down and not be so like completely stressed out. I'm sure there's a level of anxiety there during that tailgate, and it's not on your normal tailgate. This is a yeah, yeah. round tailgate, you know, and it's uh everybody's thinking about the game. It, granted that Brian was thinking about his food. But also, he's just like, this is for that divisional round. I got to make this yeah. perfect because if it's not perfect, we're not going to win. I mean, that's just kind of mm-hmm. what I can kind of see happen. Um, Eric, what were well, you doing? I do, I do have a request for uh, uh, Brian and Mike. You guys need to get a turkey fire between now and the next game. All right. We'll get that worked out. You, okay. you need to try Tampa Nils. Right? We can accommodate that. Then we'll have a cook-off next year. Yep. Yes. So I'm talking about Eric. What did you do before the before the game? Dude, the, uh, so I watched a little bit of the uh, uh, the game before, but really I was all focused on kind of getting my club shit together because when you run a club, there's just a lot of shit to do, man. We got raffles, and we had just that day uh, acquired a game worn in his era Thurman Thomas signed jersey. Wow. <laughs> so okay. So had to figure out how to deal with that auction with all the other, like, like not auction, but like a, a fundraiser. How do we can put this shit together in the last minute? So I decided, well, we'll wait until the end of the game. If we win, we'll start it. But I'm going to have that jersey hanging up down there when people walk in. And I, honestly, it's a lot of it, it's a lot of like just club stuff, making sure the restaurant's got shit right, making sure that we've got reservations. And it was it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a ton of fucking work. Realize that people don't realize. Like, I'm going to start a club, (laughs) like, and I'm you know friends with Bills backers, Miami, South Florida. Actually, a lot of Bills backers, Tampa patio, uh, and they're they're just just what goes on behind the scenes is what is crazy. Yeah, it's well, it's it's game day for us too. You know, we want the whole reason why we build these effing things is because we want to watch the game with our family. And we can say that here. it's okay, Eric. We can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm a broadcaster. I do, I do, I, I do a morning radio show here in town. I'm just used to self censoring when I'm oh. talking. <laughs> oh, okay. So, right. tune in. so now don't do that shit. Uh, <laughs> hey, Eric, watch your mouth. <laughs> no, we're not going to get Disney Plus now, Eric. Fuck. <laughs> but no, there's, there's a, just a, there's just a ton of stuff to do before a game to make sure that everything's rolling right. You know. So it, for me, it, pre-game, every game is about an hour at the bar, setting stuff up, doing merch. We had to print uh, AFC East champ hats that we had to get for people who had bought and picked up. So it, it's just a lot of it's a lot of busy work for me before the game. Nice. Uh, so for me, I'm distracted. I mean, it's on and I can hear it all around me, but I got shit going on. And yeah. then every member is coming up to me asking their opinion of what's going on what do they think is going to happen you got all that going on when you're trying to organize shit and it's 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 a fucking juggling act brother it's a juggling act so shaking babies kissing hands i get it yeah that's exactly it that's exactly it and the club just started really growing in a big way in the last like four years we started with like i saw a dude who is sitting at the bar so i was too cheap to buy the nfl package i want i'm just going to go to a bar and watch it and uh I see a dude who has Kelly and then every quarterback we had up until manual maybe or whatever it was, all those quarterbacks crossed off. 
And uh, I was like, this dude gets it. We should start a club, <laughs> you know? So <laughs> it started out with me, that dude, and four other guys for like four years. But now we got like 100 to 150 people a game. And it's just, it's a lot of organization nice. before the game for me. I don't really get to start drinking until halftime. So I do remember the plays I see. <laughs> Didn't that used to be the case. <laughs> and for the record, it's not Charlotte. It's Carolina. Carolina Beach. Carolina Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carolina no, Beach. you're good, brother. You're good, man. Uh, guys, before we get into this game, I want to hear mm -hmm. some TMZ shit. Tampa Neal, I know you got some crazy stories <laughs> to, to uh, the drop for us. Why don't, why don't you go ahead and just uh, start us off? Uh, give us some crazy details about this tailgate, which we all know and understand because we see videos online, social media. Hashtag. Well, the, uh, the fans of Buffalo tailgate was um, in a lot that is a lot like Hammer's lot. It was the party lot. Tables were definitely broken in that lot. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of them were broken in that lot. There was a guy that showed up at the fans of Buffalo thing that wasn't part of it. <laughs> However, he showed up and he was rocking a speedo in shoes. There we go, buddy. <laughs> oh, no. my God. oh, dude. <laughs> sir, sir, you win the internet, not, buddy. No, no, it wasn't freezing <laughs> like it was in Buffalo for that game, but it was not warm at all. It was 35 degrees. It was fucking cold. I can tell by the camel toe. Grab a guitar and head out to Times Square, brother. Make a cowboy, too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that's a little too much TMZ that I could hope for. <laughs> oh, um, wait, I'm not done, Brian. Wait, there's more. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's hear it, buddy. Yes, there is. Hang on one second. I'm downloading it right now. Two seconds. Well, there was a uh, very nice young lady that was also in the lot partying with oh, us. Please well, say she was in a speedo. She was just like, you know what? He <laughs> looks all alone by himself there. I'm going to join him. Boom! <laughs> what? <laughs> Rock like, oh, I'm just gonna, I, luckily, I got my Bills bra on. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what was going on in Lot X. Rug Mike says, I thought that was Tampa Neal. No, he didn't wear the hat. Had he had the hat, I'm like, yeah, oh, the shit, that's Tampa Neal. Yes. I had about four people ask me, like, did you lose your hat in Pennsylvania? Like, no, did not lose my head in Pennsylvania. Oh, did you see that post, that Twitter yes, thing? I did. Like, I found Tampa Neal's hat. We're here in uh, Sacramento, California. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. That, that's all the stories, Tampa Neal? I mean, I expected detail, vivid details, Neal. I mean, the entire lot actually smelled like weed. It was pretty impressive. I'm not quite sure if they were, I mean... We well, don't smoke. We don't smoke that devil's cabin on here. Brian's tailgate also smelled like a little bit like me too. <laughs> hey, we got medical here in Missouri. It's to be expected, you know. So, yeah, and they got glaucoma in Missouri too. So you know, the two just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. yeah, got to, got to see Mama Jay. Got to see all the people there. A lot of action. Good. A lot of fun. She had Good. her set up with um, uh, Poncho's, you know, charity thing. So that was a cool stuff that she had there. Did you meet Shorty McBills? Uh, I don't think so. Boston Chrissy goes, caught himself a mafia, babe. Yeah, I guarantee Jen was like this. I already have a mafia, babe. <laughs> no looking, Tabanil. Let me take the photo. Did Jen take the photo? She, she did take the photo. <laughs> Come on, man. 
That's awesome. I'm the oh. worst picture taker in the world. Why the hell? Would I, there's no way that I'm taking it. It's, I don't know. All right, guys. Can I get the real, real, real? I want. I don't want like the G-rated, maybe PG-13-rated Tampanil stories. I did do a, a Freedom Funnel in Arrowhead as well. Got that in there. Ooh. That was lots of fun. I didn't see that in the video. Jen's got the video of that. Oh, yeah. All right. You probably so, should have had it uploaded, but okay. Yes. <laughs> I guess that's a Thursday night show. You can see Tampa Neal doing a funnel on stadium. Uh, well, I did one in the parking lot as well. I think I did one at your guys' tailgate too, right? Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> now some from real stories. There. Brian or Mike, I don't care which one. Give us something a little non-PG-13, please. So uh, this big strapping fella comes walking over and he goes, hey, I got a question for you. I said, okay, what's going on? And he goes, what's that blue tent? <laughs> and I said, that, sir is our pisser i said you can go stand in line for 45 minutes or you can just hop inside the tent and piss in the bucket and we got the kitty litter in there the whole deal and he goes you're kidding me and i said and he goes he goes can i use it and i said well i mean you're a celebrity right and he goes well i'm not but i know some people and i was like well who do you know and he goes well my daughter's Brittany, and that's you know josh allen's girlfriend i said well <laughs> come on over partner have have a beer Pee in the bucket. It's blue, so you guys will feel at home. And uh, grab a rib, grab a sandwich, and that's when everybody started kind of commingling between tailgates. And and then uh, Josh's uncle came over, and I actually sent you a couple pictures in the background of uh, Brittany's dad and Josh's uncle, and and a couple food shots and stuff. But I mean, nothing extremely outrageous happened. Uh, you know. Captain Dave was, of course, in rare form with his yeah, he was. gallon Ziploc bag of smuggled airplane bottles, you know, and which is the one and a half ounces. Yeah, perfect form oh, for him is as okay. expected. So basically any kind of whiskey that included a cinnamon flavor. And uh, and oh, I was just 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 a fantastic time. We all just ate and drank our faces off and then. You know, kind of managed to actually make it inside the building, which was the important part. But that's the thing about Arrowhead. If you spill yourself inside the tailgates, the rest are inside of the turnstiles. The rest is on you. And uh, that's that's the key. Just got those photos from you. I should probably upload. That'd be kind of cool. See the blue tent. But it's going to take too long if I did that. But that's see. All right. That's kind of cool. You got to meet josh allen's peeps and they were hanging out with you guys that we were talking about the other show that how the equivalent bills mafia is to the the chief's fan base and we're, we're we're one of the same we're all blue collar we all live in the middle of fucking nowhere right. uh there's nothing to do but to cook drink get along and that is it well see and my wife asked me she goes she goes well what were they doing out there why weren't they in a suite and i'm like well they were in a suite later but you got to remember these folks are central california farmers i mean they're like 40 yeah, 50 yeah. miles you know north of fresno and they're real down-to-earth folks and you know and that's the thing they wanted to come have the experience and uh and you know what for the most part really about a third of them stayed all the way to the point that the tailgate was packed and we were going in. So they yeah, did they, not they were there for a while. Early. Yeah. Yeah. Real down to earth, real nice folks. Yeah. And we, That's I right. mean, we like just at our party itself, I mean, there was like tons of people drinking beer and uh, I got to give a shout out to my buddies, Ronnie Karate and King Kelly B for the, uh, the inspiration behind the piss tent, because uh, you know, I don't know how we did it 
wrong for so long. But you get yourself a single stall pop up, a bucket, a bag full of kitty litter, and I mean, it, it just you know, it's just a game changer for our tailgate. We just got so tired of standing in line forever. You know, it's like they never have like that guy. People, Dude, so. those lines are ridiculous, man. Right. Yeah. And yeah, there's a so bunch we, of porta potties out there too, but it, they're yeah. still ridiculous. Yeah. So we just, you know, that's that was that was kind of like that's always like the icebreaker. It seems like at some point somebody's gonna come by and like, you know, I have Bills fans like offering me uh, money for for food and stuff like that, which I just offered up the food. I don't, I ain't trying to like get rich off my off my you know grub out there at the tailgate. But it, you know, it's like somebody always offers me money for the pisser. Somebody always offers me money for food. You know, uh, I think somebody. Gave me a bottle of vodka. I think that might have been Larry. So shout out to Larry for like hooking Larry. me up with a bottle of vodka. You Raz- know, like, was it raspberry vodka? Yeah, I think so. Maybe yep, like I'll, whatever Larry. it was. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a care yeah. of it for you. You know, so save it uh, for next year. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, it was. I mean, the, like I said, the tailgate was fantastic. The, the weather was really great. Like it could be pretty windy here in Kansas City. It was right. nice that it wasn't windy. We didn't have like a bad wind chill or anything like that. Um, you know, it was mostly sunny for, for the tailgate, uh, you know, and, uh, I mean, like I said, we just had like this this classic rock cranked up the whole time, just rocking out, having a good time. Like music's a big part of our tailgate. Like we always have music going, you know, it's like, and, um, you know, it was just, man, it was, it was, it was awesome. Like perfect tailgate, really. All right. Yeah, it was awesome. And then we went to the game. Um, suppose we probably should talk about that, guys. Uh, this is why I was, uh, no, we're good. Yeah, well, let's get right by. I'm okay with it too, Tammany. I'm okay with, uh, with not talking about the game. Um, you know, I got, uh, I got some insights on our both of our quarterbacks because they both went through slumps this year. Can we talk about that for a yes. second? Eric, go ahead. All right. So, show, this is, uh, this is 100% my opinion. So, these guys both got paid this year. I mean, these guys both got paid big this year. That is a lot of money to put onto somebody. Uh, I, honestly, how would any of us deal? Uh, and we are certainly not in our early 20s with a quarter billion to a half a billion dollars. That's a, <laughs> dude, and all that uh-huh. plays, plays with your mind, right? So they both, if you look at, if you look at when... Um, Mahomes slump started. It was shortly after that contract was signed, right? Am I right, guys? Yeah, yeah. Right and, in that area. And, and he Josh, had a baby in this last year too, and that'll that'll take a lot out of you. A lot of stuff, right? A lot of personal going on. And with Josh, Since it was really Patrick just the money. Lost the rest of the season when he got his money. Get I mean, we were all talking about. Honestly, we were all talking about. I got a good friend who's a Kansas City fan, and uh, like week five, six, whatever it was, we were sitting having a conversation. I'm like. Dude, I don't even think you guys are making the playoffs. Not if he keeps playing this yeah. way. I mean, you guys had to be there, right? You guys yeah, had absolutely. to be like, yeah. Yeah, so, we were there for the Buffalo game. I mean, it was, it was, uh, we got, you know, it was a beat down uh, for, yeah. for the first game between us. You know, we were there mm-hmm. and we saw and it go down and it was. When well, we saw Tennessee beat the shit out of us too. And then we had yeah. also lost to San Diego or whatever the hell they are now. Carson Soccer Stadium Chargers, whoever. Gas, <laughs> gas Station <laughs> USB Chargers. Yeah, right. um, yeah. You know, so we had lost to them. But, so then, you know, all of a sudden it starts to seem like, whoa, wait, this may yeah, not yeah, yeah. be a good year at all. And, and it was be, and it was right after he had gotten paid. So now you're like, oh my god, we just spent this money on this dude, and he can't win a game now because he just made the money. We had Fitz Magic for a while. He got his twenty five million dollar payday, which was big money back in the day, and uh, for us, anyways. What and and uh, 
then he went on to lose out the rest of the season. You start to just start worrying about that stuff. And yeah. then oh, he yeah. came back. He got used to the money. He paid his first month's worth of whatever it is that he pays for. And it's family issues of like, I'm going to take care of this for you. I'm going to take care of this for you. All that shit going on in their head. I'll buy your mom and dad a house, all that stuff. And then he came back to the game. And we saw that same four-week slump with Josh. We saw the same with your dude. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just been... Uh, it's been great to see both of them come out of that slump uh, of, of that uh, because that has not necessarily been the case for us for a long time. I see and Josh make that curve out after that money came in. Uh, but I think that we're in for literally a decade of, of these kind of conversations with you guys. And I think that it's great that we both found our quarterbacks. Eric, what would you compare this rivalry to? Uh, are we are we talking Marino Kelly? Are we talking uh, Manning Brady? Manning Brady? I think it's going to be better. I think it's I think it's going to be better than Manning Brady. Honestly, I, it, it, so there's a different iteration of those kind of uh, uh, generationally those quarterback competent those quarterbacks that are put out as Brady Manning that kind of thing, right? I think that it's just lucky for both of us that we get to be in that conversation. How many fans will never have that? There's only been six teams in history and ours are five and six at this point. Uh, So I think that we're in for a a fun and unique experience as fan bases for both of our teams uh, to really enjoy this rivalry. I'm so looking forward to the next decade of games against you guys. I kind of wish you were in the division. You know, I, I know that would be that would just be. I mean, no, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't because I'd be I know like, I wouldn't because you want to win the division. But man, today. I'd be more pissed off today had I lose to a division rivalry like that. Even though, yeah, that fair. I got you. I got epic. you. Absolutely, but epic. I get what you're saying, though. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, this is something that we all watched last night. Everybody, they were at the game. We watched it on TV, and we're like, "This is going to be a beginning of a history right here." They're yeah. gonna make they're going to say, who is Peyton Manning? Who is Tom Brady? Because it's going to be Mahomes versus Josh Allen going forward the yeah. rest of the time. Anybody who else says otherwise, you're not watching football. Yeah, no, you're not. Uh, Burrow, I think Burrow could be in that mix. I, I can't discount him. I think that he's second year. He's in the playoffs. He's gotten to the championship game in year two. It took us year three. So, I mean, it, I, it, I see that talent coming up in Burrow, too. Uh, I don't think he gets into this conversation because of the way our things started. But I think that we've got three really great AFC quarterbacks here in the mix, really with still top and and all of them have yet to find their full top end. Maybe not your guy. If you guys think about it, all of AFC young quarterbacks, tops, you know, Mahomes, Allen, uh, Herbert Burrow. I mean, all these guys are just, they're all young. They're just, they're on fire yeah. right now. You don't hear anything about the NFC anymore. Maybe no. And that used to be the all the talk, right? Yeah. Well, the NFC is kind of the, let's call them. I don't want to call them the washed up old dudes. Cause they're all 20 years younger than I am. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but the guys, the guys that are definitely kind of on the backside of the approach, you know, with, um, you know, it, some of them just don't quite have it anymore. Um, you know, and it's, it's cyclical. And the idea that the, these guys are coming out of college and getting snatched up in the way they did is just really, it's a good time to be a fan 
Um, you know, simply because if you think about all the guys that are supposed to be magic and that they've tried to build up for year after year after year coming out of college, so many of those guys miss. And yeah. they, whether that's because they can't deal with the speed of the game, if they can't deal, if they've got, you know, terrible GM or uh, front office or, uh, you know, the scouting around them or the coaching around them doesn't know how to utilize them. So I think we're all kind of in special situations where we've got stability in the front office, in the draft mechanism, in the management of the team that allows them to have success inside of the system. And your guy is definitely like that. Our guy is definitely like that. We're going to have to see where the boroughs like that because yeah, you know, that's a management of, issue, I think. In the end, right, time. right, and Herbert's Herbert's got the same thing as well too. We saw Herbert kind of slack uh, slack off this year, but of course he's on what his third offensive coordinator in a couple mm-hmm. of years. So you know, and they don't even know where they're going to be next year. It's like, are we going back to San Diego? I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. Hey, hey I'm not going to complain about that. They can go ahead and have all the problems in the organization that they need to. I don't care. They're division rival. I say, yeah, you guys got to play those guys twice. Yeah, they just can like, I'm okay with Flores getting fired. I was just like, I'm okay with that. People were like, I'm shocked. Like, nope, I'm all right with it. Keep, yeah. it, keep, keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. That's a so division I, coach we don't want to have. <laughs> Brian, be honest with me, brother. Did did you were you did you I'm surprised you're you're alive today without this heart attack after eating all your own barbecue butts and all the stuff that you've been talking about, uh, then going to that game. I'm sure I can speak on every single fan who watched that game, whether it be Chiefs fan or Bills fan, but my heart was like this, like like, oh my God, what is going on with my body right now? We're up, we're down, we're up, we're not doing you know, it's just like Guys, we're we're crying, we're laughing, we're screaming, repeat over and over again. I felt like I I stepped in Groundhog's Day. Like, wait, we're back here again. What is going on? Be honest, Brian. Were you crying? Uh, yeah, I did get a little emotional on the way home from the game. I'm okay with that, brother. Uh, Cheers. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, Mikey and I have been going to the game since we were little kids. I mean, that's that's the truth, and uh, that's something our family did every Sunday. And, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm driving home and I'm just, you know, I'm like, man, just, I just want to get home, <laughs> you know, a little bit, you know, like, I can't believe we won the game. And, um, you know, I mean, as far as the game went, um, yeah, you know, I mean, what, what more could you ask for? Like, I mean, obviously, you know, you guys came out on the lose again, but I mean, still, I, I mean, there's no disrespect for, uh, Josh Allen at all. He played an amazing game, played incredible, made all the throws that he needed to make. I mean, he was obviously great on his feet. I mean, um, one of the things that I thought was kind of hilarious is that uh, your quarterback finished with uh, 68 rushing yards and ours finished with 69. Um, so, uh, you know, so much from home, not being a running quarterback, whatever. He knows how to, you know, he knows how to move the pocket. He knows how to run what he needs to do. And that's great. That's a great thing to have for him. Um, I do think it's kind of hilarious. You know, they, they were kind of talking, the talking heads were talking about how he runs today. I'm kind of poking fun at my home, like where he runs and stuff. But, I, you know, it's like you see him take off sometimes, the Kansas City fan. And you're, I, I don't know. I'm just like, uh, is, how does that guy even move? You know, it's like, you know, I don't know. But, you know, he he did great. Uh, I, I was going to say, man, I, I thought the Bills gave us everything we wanted and then some. Um, the only thing that, like, I mean, I just kind of have some. I kind of had some questions, like just in general. Not and not. I'm not. I'm not here to mad dog, man. Like you all played a great game, like you know. So I mean, like you can't deny that. I mean, that's this this came down to two incredible quarterbacks making incredible throws over and over and over again. And And, you know, 
just, I mean, and for the, for the Bills to be able to stick around like that, um, I mean, it was loud last night at Arrowhead. I mean, it was, oh, yeah. you know, it was incredible. The atmosphere was just electric. I mean, it really was. And, uh, you know, so uh, props to the Bills for just, you know, continually, you know, hanging in there over and over again. And it was just take, it was, you know, heavyweight fight, shot after shot, shot after shot, you know, round 12 kind of stuff, you know, trying to see who can finish who. Um, but the one thing that I, I, you know, is like, we've been on here twice. We've talked a lot about it. And, uh, you know, I just want to, I want to know how you guys are feeling about that number one defense, because that was supposed <laughs> to be the best And we heard that on this podcast, on this podcast multiple this times. Right. The same uh, defense. You know, number one defense. Number, number one, one defense. NFL defense. Tabino, you want to answer that one, Tabino? 552 sure. yards. They didn't play very good. Neither defense played good at all. Yeah. In face reality, neither defense played good even a little bit. Oh, and, uh, and, and, well, and also, you got to give some credit I'll, I'll, to I'll, both I'll, offenses. I'll tell you one thing. Both they're, offenses they're, they're, were sort of. They were kept on dogging McDermott for the not squib kicking that ball. No, I, don't I don't go to overtime. Either. Don't go to right overtime. Now. I don't care. Do what you got to do. I wanted. I would have rather seen them kick that ball to the end zone too. I wanted our defense. Thirteen seconds. There was no excuses that our defense couldn't hold them. Chiefs fans even thought they were holding them. They left. Like they were in our section. They were leaving. So I'm like, and, and I'm excited as shit because I'm like, thirteen seconds. That's all our defense has to do is not fuck up, and they fucked up. I saw an interesting stat this morning. They said that Dak Prescott run took 14 seconds. Yes. So yeah. The idea that the Chiefs were able to move it that far in 13 seconds was kind of blowing them away. See, now, I, I was all uh, – I was screaming, why aren't we squibbing this at the TV along with a bunch of other guys that were – there was maybe 150 Bills backers in the bar that night who were – there was half of us were screaming, you can't give it to him with – any time, the less time, honestly, I would have rather given him the, the slight edge on field position and taken away five seconds, four seconds. Because uh, at that point, he's got, I'm not saying he can't do it because I think that both of our guys are miracle workers when it comes to that shit, but it gives him a lot harder time uh, to do it in nine seconds, get down the field, spike, uh, call the timeout, get to where he needs to be. If you squib it and he still ends up on the 35, but he's only got nine seconds, he doesn't have two plays. You know, right. it's well, it, that drove me nuts I'm, at the I'm time. Come on, they, 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 they wanna... can't let they can't let Kelsey get open like that. That's for damn. Yeah, no, no, no I'm with you 100 on that. Too. I will take away from him, bro. I will take a, like, I will take a five yard holding penalty all day over what they allowed. Like knock his ass over and take the penalty. The time still goes all the clock. I yeah, wanted, like like do I'll, something. I'll, I'll take things. five five penalties in a row. Seems an execution yep. problem. It was an execution problem, which we had seen glitches in our season. We pay a lot of attention to that. We saw it a lot in the uh, in the first New England game. There was defensive glitches that were really key to the game. Uh, that fine tuning, Frazier is phenomenal in my opinion. I'm not a fire Frazier guy, which a lot of people are. Uh, I think that the rule about him being allowed to be interviewed while he's in the postseason is what you got to get rid of. I don't like that shit at all. I think it's horrible. I think you got to wait until the end of the Super Bowl. You can call him at at the when they drop the confetti. As far as I'm concerned, 
but not before that. Let the season yeah, fucking that's, play that's out. I agree. That shit's got to stop. It, it's right. it's blowing focus at the key time for everybody. It's yep. diverting focus, and it's just a bad it's a bad exercise at the NFL level, in my opinion. Mike Bryan, what are your what are your th- thoughts on that? Because the enemy gets attacked, you know, every year. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we, I'm we I'd love to, for them to wait till after the Super Bowl. I, I mean, yeah. you know, just let everything get done with the season, and then you can have as many interviews as you want. You know, I mean, I understand like, you know, they they, they want to try to get their you know pieces in place as soon as possible. But you're only going to have so many candidates that you're going to interview anyway. So, I mean, if you're a billion dollar franchise, it shouldn't be that much of a problem to do it just you know a, a, a week or two later and still be able to get all of the things in place that you need to do. I mean, if you can't do that, then that's on your organization, you know? So I almost feel like it's a little bit uh, tampering-ish almost. I don't yeah. know. Like it's just, it's yeah. just, I mean, yeah. not necessarily in the same way as like when they talk about it with the draft or whatever, but I, or when they talk about it with free agency, but just, you know, it, it, it's just, I don't understand it. I, I'd rather let the, the teams play, let the coordinators coordinate. And then after it's all said and done, you know, have, you know, have at it, whatever. Dude, it's not, don't get me wrong. It's not deflate gate, but it's not fair. Well, look, if you're, if you're a coach, if you're a successful coordinator inside of an organization and you have someone approaching you, you obviously have a level of understanding of the game, but also you've also got a level of ego that goes along with that as well too. So if you've got an outside influence laying a pathwork for you to possibly stroke your ego in a way to let you achieve at a level that you've always wanted to ever since you know you stopped playing and got into coaching that absolutely is going to affect the way that you think and the your ability to process and the way that you handle things moving forward so i agree with the tampering comment i mean technically it's not tampering but when you have somebody like in our case like the denver broncos want to talk to eric b my first response to that is Go fuck yourself, right? You yeah. can't yeah. talk to him until yeah. until the season's actually over, and um, you know. So we're we're facing the same sort of things, but but this is also part of the problem. Is I mean, we've seen guys like Nagy go to Chicago out of our staff. Um, um, uh, what's the dummy that went and won the uh, Super Bowl in Philly that got fired again? Uh, Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, same, same sort of thing. Right. So that has been kind of the, and that's, that's one of the things that's really speaks to the strength of an organization is, is if you can cycle those guys and still like next man up from a coaching standpoint, but they definitely should not be able to start dealing with them until the season's over. Yeah, I agree. And they, they've won last year and it didn't go through at all. That, that just, it's going to stop. It's not okay to do. It messes focus up. No matter who you are, it messes your focus up. Yep. It actually has yeah. to. It absolutely has to. Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. We you, There's only 24 hours in a day, okay? When you are in the playoffs as a coach making millions of dollars, you're not going home. You're not sleeping. You have no personal life. Your objective is winning a fucking ball game. Mm-hmm. God, I yeah. wish you nothing but the best, but do it after. That's and the head co- and the thing is, the job. head coaches aren't getting those calls. It's it's the guys who are playing chess. Right. You know, you got your your chess guys, your coordinators, right? Your who are bishops, in the middle of the, rooks, the, the guys most, that you require to help you succeed in this game. Yeah, they're in the the queen's gambit shit. They're in like the the high level of the highest level of what they can and will do in that position. And the whole time, Pearl Jam is playing three feet from them, and their people are serving drinks. 
For God's <laughs> sake, you can't do that. Right. You know what I mean? Pearl Jam. <laughs> hey, and I will say this too. You know, I see it. I see it on the chat here, and I see a lot of people talking about it all day about changing the overtime rules. Well, we tried to do that. We tried. You did. You, you did. Know, yep. Kansas City actually did try. You're to the ones the that did not. Rules. We actually voted against it, and the Bills yeah. voted against it. So, yep. um, you know, I mean, I I'm fine with it the way that they are now. I mean, it's Me too. Playoff, sudden death, and that's coming from somebody that was there when we lost to that. Right, Brady. You know, <laughs> that asshole Brady. Like, you know, so I, I mean, it's like I. I, I I know what that experience feels like, but I also think that, you know, uh, I, I think it's okay the way that it is. I mean, it is. And, and even at that point, I think it'd be fair to even say that that game literally was a coin flip game. Like, that's what it came down to, essentially. Because both yeah, defenses but, were pretty gassed at that point. I don't think that uh, – I don't, I don't think for one second the Kansas City's defense would have been able to stop you guys had the coin flip gone the other way. So, Vice I mean, versa, it, we couldn't. How many points did we put up in the past two minutes? The, the last two minutes of that game, twenty-five, like 25, 25 points. Yeah. Yeah. That 25. is insane. Tom Brady, of all his little magic he's done, his all his twenty bullshit years cheating, and he still can't even do put up those many points. So, so Brian, when, we, when we got into the stadium, they had the Bucks Rams game on, and I feel like it was very much so in unison that everybody wanted Brady to lose. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it doesn't matter what color of jersey you're wearing that day. Yeah. 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 We were all united <laughs> on that front. For and sure. To, to, for sure. As soon as the game was over, like, up, 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 up. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. That's but awesome, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll give the Bills coaching staff a lot of credit. Um, you know, the way you guys came out, we obviously know about Diggs. We obviously know about Singletary. We obviously know about um Beasley you know kind of be in the second tier but the guy that really snuck up and had the most outstanding performance last night was Gabe Davis Davis and, yeah yeah NFL, and a broken NFL record yeah and where 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 did you guys sneak him onto the squad he's what a second year guy yep. and he like, was phenomenal last year no yeah like, he was but he, he was he last like, year, but they didn't they didn't use him this year. I don't know. I was gonna say, but he had, he had like 500, 500, 600 yards receiving during yeah. the kind of the regular season. So he's definitely flying under the radar. But I mean, that's a that was he really stood out last night. It's unbelievable. He had yeah, half well, of his last year's touchdowns in one game. And uh Alana Davis, his his mom, I sent a message like why they're not using Gabe Davis because we're saving him for the playoffs and exactly what they did. Did you see that one, which is probably the one of the biggest ankle breakers I've seen in my whole life, where we got that one first touchdown at two minute mark. Oh yeah, we like, turned my guy, guy just, oh, yeah. You guys are probably like going, oh god. At so that we, point, no, because it, there was still so much time left on the clock, right. and I mean, yeah. I don't mean to sound That's like fair. I don't mean to That's sound fair. like yeah, ego about it or something. No, Brian, wife, my wife home, was celebrating. You know? My wife was like, "Go where we want." I'm like, "No, there's two minutes left. Have you seen our defense?" And the other no. thing is, let's, is, let's just finish this game out. We keep hearing uh, this thing about you know, well, has Tyreek lost the step? Has Kelsey lost the step? I don't know. You tell me. Like out there last night, when Tyreek hit, you know, caught the ball and took it when he when he ran the punt back, you know, to get yards. I mean, like those plays there. I don't. It didn't look like to me like he had lost the step. And I don't know. I like Kelsey for some reason seems to get like faster in the playoffs. I have no idea why because he catches so many balls and takes so many hits throughout the year, and then he's still you know just 
boom, like comes up in the playoffs and just goes off, you know. Um, so it was like as soon as that touchdown went down, I thought, well, they still got enough time, you know, to potentially drive down and win the game. And, uh, you know, uh, and then they hit Tyreek on that pass. And it was they, they scored. Game. They mm-hmm. scored. And the next thing you know, there's a minute three left. And now it's Josh Allen's turn. Right. right. Sure enough, Gabe Davis again to save our asses. 13 seconds left. My my brother-in-law was he he left, he walked away. I, I talked to my sister sister today. He went out to go smoke a cigarette, and uh, she goes, "What are you doing out here later on?" Not realizing that it actually is an overtime. Um, a lot of people do that. You guys said that think, a lot of Chiefs fans were leaving the stadium, right? I think it takes a minute to to link. I think we all need to ring in on what was happening around you specifically. 13 seconds before the game ended because it's going to be very different for Kansas city fans. And for us, for me, I have never hugged that many people in my goddamn life. (laughs) There was like people jumping around the bar. Beer was like flying. We were excited as hell. We also knew for bills fans, we know 13 seconds is a lot of time when you got three timeouts and you got that quarterback on the other side, but there was an elation uh, that I haven't felt since uh, since we ended up getting to the playoffs for the first time and we stopped the drought, there was that kind of excitement, right? It, that's how it was. And then we were all like, well, you know what? We got 13 seconds left in this quarterback. It's not over. And we all started screaming defense. And then the next 13 seconds played out. What was it like at 13 seconds in the stadium where you guys were at? Despondency? <laughs> And then it was just—I don't know. It was, and then it was just pass, pass, and then it was, oh God, here comes our idiot kicker who, you know, has already put us in this position anyway. Right. He's There's already two left two points on the table. Yeah, two points off the board. You know, up to that point, and it's a, a wide right yard. You know, it's yeah, it's, and it's a forty-nine yard kick. It's not. That's not a gimme. You know, I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a that's a real kick. And that's the you know, game on the line thing. You know, just even push it to overtime. Um, but, you know, once that happened, it, it just it was just I don't know, even though it, 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 everything was just insane at that point. You know, it was insane. And like when, uh, you know, when we got the ball after the coin toss, that's when I was just like. I think we're going to, I think we're going to win this game. And again, it wasn't based on like, you know, this or that. I, I, I thought if you guys had gotten the coin toss, you were going to win. For hello, I, from I, what happened the past two minutes. Yes. If it was the other way around, I'd be saying the same exact thing, bro. Bizarre yeah. stat, bizarre stat. Josh Allen won 100% of his uh, coins tosses in the season. 100% yeah. when he called them zero in the postseason. We lost the postseason in coin flips. Otherwise, we were pretty good. <laughs> well, and the other it was thing a coin flip issue. Too, like There's a lot of more issues than that. We can't blame yeah. it on a simple thing like a coin issue. We can't blame it on a simple thing called a referee. No, it's, it, defense, it's simple. Defense. There's a lot just, of things. There's, but there's, there's uh, a lot of things like leading up to it. We Guys, it would have been 17-14 halftime had their kicker made it. It was 14-14 fortunate. Okay? Dude, well, look at our kicker. It's not like we're not evenly matched there. We've got a doinker for a kicker as well from time to time. At least in the last three weeks, he's not been fantastic. Well, so I mean, we, we haven't used him. We haven't used him. We didn't need to use him. Yeah. He made all his, yeah. But regardless, it means he was going to come out rusty. <laughs> you know, so like we – you guys have questions about yours. I got questions about ours, if not, uh, in Barth. And, and that's, 
there's a, a, a former kicker for Tampa Bay that's a part of our club, and he's a huge Bills fan, Connor Barth. And wow. uh, he, wow. yeah, so you know Connor, right? So you're a Tampa guy. So Connor comes to the club, and he's, he's screaming, first off, Josh, give back the money when he took the slump. But then he was screaming at the kicker this, the last time whenever he doinked it and was doing it all wrong. So our kickers were evenly matched. I really do believe it came down to a coin toss. I think that we could have driven it down the field and scored, and I knew that you guys could. So it, uh, to me, it did come down to a coin toss after the shitty defensive play in the last 13 seconds of the game for us. So it did, yeah. for me, that. Obviously, we should have shut it down. But when we don't, the coin toss is the winning decider with these quarterbacks. I agree with That's my opinion. Thinking. It comes down to defense. It has nothing to do with special teams. has yep. nothing to do with rock, paper, scissors. has nothing to do with the coin toss. It all comes down to defense. Amen. When Travis Kelsey, who is arguably the best tight end in the NFL today, and you got Levi Wallace, who is number two if at best. Okay, number two at best. If you have no one else to pick, all right, fine. You, you get in, Levi Wallace. And he has that much space open. A good quarterback like Patrick Mahomes is going to find that. He's going to find those weaknesses, and that's exactly what it is. Well, both both linebackers were way the hell back. They're, they're, playing, they're playing 20 yards off the line. Playing sideline. They're, they're playing sideline. They're yeah. playing. The safeties were playing prevent defense the entire yeah, I don't time. Know what the hell they, they were, were doing so scared of the big play. What happened to that aggressive defense that we showed up in week five? And we were we we're night and day defense, uh, night and day defense, blah, 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 blah. night and day different than what we acted like in week five. Yeah, and I, I, the, I was saying earlier the the look even Mahomes, even our viewer is drunk. <laughs> the uh, the the throws that Mahomes made and Allen made there. I mean, can you imagine making those passes and that kind of pressure? I mean, the guys that were making the catches and everything. I mean, just for everything to work out oh, yeah. the way that it did, uh, it was pretty incredible. And uh, you know that, but I mean, that's the thing. Like we have kind of come to learn in Kansas City uh, that that's the way Mahomes is. And he just, I mean, the guy has just, you know, I hear all this like uh, Joe Burrow ice water vein crap, man. Look at Mahomes, man. That guy is just, I mean, he's just rock, rock solid. And I mean, not a credit. And I'm not, and again, this isn't, you know, same with Josh Allen, dude. That guy was running over dudes. I mean, that guy was jumping over dudes. Yeah, he does normally. Throwing incredible passes, you know. Every time there was a guy that was, you know, wide open and stuff like that. I mean, he was hitting them dead on. I mean, right where he was, every, that's the kind of game that, like, man, you just, you know, you just can't help but love that game. I mean, it's just, I mean, it it sucks. You know, like I said, it sucks. I mean, everybody's been on the on the shit end of the stick on a bad, lo- you know, on a loss like that. I mean, yeah. that's not a bad loss. So, I mean, a bad loss is like what we had in Week Five against you. That was fucking embarrassing, you know. Oh, the that's Patriots bad luck, against you know? the yeah. wild card round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel being a Patriots getting your ass kicked 47-17? That's a bad loss. This right. is a just scar tissue to make us stronger for next year, Brian. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, you know, it's like we also, I mean, suffered from having essentially – if our leader, uh, our quarterback in the backfield, you know, Tyron Matthew was out the whole game. I mean, so it, they didn't try. They didn't try to tackle Josh Allen. Was that was that the one that got hurt? 
No, well, well, he got he hit did. by a Chiefs player. Like, uh, you got oh, that's good. Yes, yeah. uh, from uh, Jerron mm-hmm. Reed. Who was that? Who was that one? I think it was a safety though. Was it backup or somebody that tried to tackle Josh Allen head on? It's like, nope. I mean, was my wife was like, going, dead, "Oh, yeah. that's what you give it." I'm like, "Come on, we don't ever celebrate injuries. That's one thing we don't do." That's right. Yeah, we don't either, man. But we were, we're not we're not about that, man. Like you know, I don't know. My, Kansas City fans like don't. I don't know. We don't. We don't. I, at least my, my, myself. Like, somebody gets injured, if they're on the opposite team, I'll clap them off the field, even if they are a rival. I don't care. You know, you got to be classy about it. But, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, I think it, I think it would have uh, I think it would have. I mean, obviously, I think, uh, the, you know, I saw the comment like, uh, you know, Tredavious White was playing. Yeah. I, well, Tyron Matthew was playing. You know, I mean, it's the butts, man. But I mean, guys, Tredavious White, he, he's been out since what week eight, Neil? Yeah, something like that. And, and, and our, we still ended the season with a number one defense. So, mm-hmm. and honestly, did any that as a crutch? There's no excuses. The better no excuses, team exactly. won. The Buffalo Bills season is over because we lost to a better team, better coached team at that time. So well, that's that's another thing, man. I want to ask you about this. You know, like um, we have an I, hour to go. I, 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 I the coverage there at the end. For you guys, I thought I, you know, I think everybody kind of thought that was a little bit suspect because they were playing back so far. But then, you know, when it comes to the coaching, just overall, uh, and maybe that's something that has to be learned. I mean, obviously, Andy Reid's been in the game a long time, and that showed last night with the, you know, the patience and the the the, the overall understanding of what you needed to do in order to get yourself in position to win that game. But mm-hmm. I think I saw that McDermott's now like zero and four in playoff games on the road. I mean, does that does that you know, is that because I remember, of course, you know, it's like kind of Andy Reid never went in the big one, never went in the Super Bowl. That was always kind of the knock. Do you think that's going to become maybe something that could be the, the knock on McDermott? To me, stats really don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that too, Brute. At the ready. <laughs> All right, well bye, Dable. <laughs> no, don't care about stats. No, All that no. matters is the time that you're living in right now. Uh, it's the game that you're playing. That's it. Your opponent that's in front there's, of you. You're you know, I got a tangible thing. There's a there's a big part of me that believes. Uh, I've got a belief about our quarterback, Josh. Just well, first off, I I went to college in Wyoming, so I was a Cowboys fan to begin with. I was thrilled that when we looked at him, and nice. so. Um, you get a guy, if you just follow the trajectory of him, uh, you get a guy who's turned down by a thousand colleges, dismissed, says, I'm going to do better. He gets into he gets into a junior college and then he goes to uh, uh, Wyoming and then he's kind of dismissed and then somewhat respected, a little bit injury prone. And but he exceeds when he's dismissed. I believe he plays better when he comes into our stadium as the favorite and the Josh, we know him to be with all of that uh, love and support. Cause you can tell he's kind of a soft, mushy guy on the inside at some level with his mom and dad and all that stuff. I think that he likes that underdog feeling when he comes in and all of a sudden he's not being dismissed by not only every NFL broadcast for the last four years, the three and a half years, as not real where he had to prove it to people. And every time he went on the road into a hostile environment, he tended to to perform better. He might not have been up to the skill level at the time. He's been, I think, better in hostile environments in some cases than he has been in home environments, although he's still got the home field advantage because of us. But there's a psychology to that that I don't think has fully switched around yet inside of him. 
Uh, I think he's still got a little bit of the uh, the rebel kid who needs to be dismissed to prove it because he's going to show him that nobody's going to with me. And I, I, can, I agree 100% because look at Patrick Mahomes. He, he was yeah. first-round draft pick. Uh, he was he went to a, a top-notch right? college. Um, um, whatever, you could give him all these accolades. Josh Allen never had that opportunity. Uh, and so this is we're going to end this show with he this question in that. We're end this question with this show right here. Um, I'm going to start with the, the boys from Kansas, which, uh, again, gents, I really appreciate you guys hopping back on um, it, our, our football teams. What we do for our football teams, uh, it's it's more than football. Uh, we, you got you got good friends in us. You got friends with Tampa Neal. You got friends with me. Um, introduce you to Larry and, and, and Caprage. Uh, now, 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 Eric, throw Eric in the mix, and uh, we, we'll all hang out next year. Um, yeah, but Please. you, you got to be like – See what Josh Allen did, and you guys throw everything out of the side. Throw throw your fandom out of the side. You got to be impressed for what he did for that team because honestly, what I saw, Josh Allen was the team last night. Yep, 100%. yeah, no I, I question. Can't, I can't disagree. Yep. Look, I'll tell you. Start us off, brother. Be, being being a, look, I'm a, I'm a Chiefs homer. I just say I'm a Chiefs homer. I mean, that's that's my club, right? But. Yeah. For me to kind of remove myself from it and take a look from the exterior, right now, the only differences that I see kind of at the competition level between those two great quarterbacks is pedigree. Um, right now, yeah, Mahomes has got a ring. He's got an MVP. He's got a Super Bowl MVP. Josh Allen is going to have to get some of those things also, or he's always going to be considered kind of like – the just below tier and it doesn't matter how good he plays because as you famously let us know stats don't matter um he is going to have to execute at the level to carry that team and you know can he do that by himself i think he showed last night that yeah he can uh, but the rest of the team is going to have to really pick up and kind of take over as well too so i don't know whether they came in kind of sleeping on us whether the d did or or what i mean it was but we stood there and traded punches all night. And, you know, Alan was the guy that – Alan was – and, look, he was making reads. I mean, Diggs was not heavily involved in the game besides the two-point conversion. You know, a lot of what was going on, I mean, the and running – tackling that dude that ran on the field. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The running game was <laughs> spectacular. I mean, he was making things work in his second, third, and fourth read options, you know, involving Knox, involving uh, Gabe, involving Beasley, um, you know, and that's that that speaks to a quarterback that is clearly intelligent and understands his, his scheme and understands his options and can read defense as well. So what I think it's going to come down to is he's going to have to get the monkey off of his back of winning – some big playoff games and advancing Buffalo to the next level. And if he and if he does, conversations right back on with you know who is who is fantastic. Yeah, and I mean yeah, we, saw, we saw this it is true the, right here too. So. We saw it in the transfer from from Alex Smith over to Mahomes. We saw a quarterback that couldn't get over that that hump. You know, they couldn't you know take us to that next level. And then I know a lot of Chiefs, uh, including myself. Uh, you know, when, when Mahomes got drafted, I thought they were trading up to get Deshaun Watson and, you know, ended up, okay, we get this Mahomes guy. And a lot of us were just like, what, you know, I mean, granny went to Texas tech, but it wasn't, he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't just like on the, on the big radar. And, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, like, like a lot, like Mike said, 
I think I think we're, Josh Allen, if he wins some things like that, then you know he gets into that upper echelon. I mean, I, I would put him as probably in the top five easily uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. Like that's no question. And also just watching that guy, like knowing that the defense isn't playing that good, and knowing that he had to do what he had to do in order to keep his team in the game was definitely something. That if I was a fan, that would be something that I would be focusing on in the offseason. I'd be like, well, you know. There's a lot of things that went wrong, but our quarterback obviously stepped up and played the best that he could play and did the best that he could do, um, you know, and hopefully, uh, you know, for you guys' mm-hmm. sake, you know, those things get worked out in the offseason. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I don't follow the Bills that close enough to know, like, well, do we need this piece here? Do we need that piece there or something, you know, um, something that's going to make that work better. Um, but, yeah, I mean, seeing him take the team on his back and then just, you know, seeing how, you know, Mahomes came and, like I said, it's watching just two expert crafts and make throws, make plays. I mean, what an exciting night and, and what a game, you know? So, Well, you guys set that standard on what we need to do to advance. That's two years in a row. You set that standard. So a smart coach is going to build a team that can beat you guys because you're the team to beat. So I wish you guys nothing but the best. Um, Honestly, I, I kind of want to root for you guys because of the we we like your fandom and we realized that we lost to the team that won the Super Bowl, but next yeah. year is ours. Okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that right there. Uh, Look, I'll make it easy for you. Have you ever been to Cincinnati? It, <laughs> oh it is a shit. Okay, I think all of Ohio is just exactly. Like, they, they put, Come they on, put, dude. They put cinnamon flavored chili on top of spaghetti and they proclaim it as their signature meal. I'm like, what? And they're they're trying to act like they're not directly on the border with Kentucky, but they really are. <laughs> they're, basically, they're basically the Kentucky of Ohio. Okay, Bengals so, <laughs> fan. Get, get out. You, you so gave us Chris Collinsworth. That alone means that you're not allowed in the conversation. You gave us Chris Collinsworth. You gave us the icky shuffle. We're supposed to pretend like you're something. Get out. <laughs> so we'll start calling them Otucky. Otucky. I like it. I like it. Eric, does your Bills backers, do you guys do a year-round thing, or is that just – seasonal only we'll get yeah we'll we'll get together for the uh we'll get together for the draft uh we do a draft party do uh, do a bunch of giveaways and stuff uh, at that really just kind of get together and uh i'm actually uh, kind of transitioning i've been doing i've been presidenting this thing for 10 years so i'm transitioning to one of the other ogs in the club one of the other founders is going to start cool. taking over the day to day so nice. um yeah, we do. Uh, uh, we do fundraisers. Are you we, What's going on with Eric? He's just like, I'm going to the keys. He's like, I want to go to the games. <laughs> I'm going to the no, games. To me, to me, I'd be able to go to more games, physically go to more games, because I I feel a responsibility to be at the bar as the president and running the and show. So I'll be able to fly up to more games, home games, because I got family up there. Uh, and sometimes I got a buddy who's I'm in North Carolina, so sometimes we'll, he's got a big outdoor pool with a big ass tv so we hang in the pool and have drinks while we're watching so i could be like a dolphin guy in a way in a way <laughs> you know just kind of hanging out in the pool and watching the games in the early season so uh i'm looking forward to uh transferring over a lot of the responsibilities but i want to talk more about josh uh i i think that the big thing with josh is 
We're never this gonna end the show. This show's gonna go on forever. 24-7 marathon. I'm just kidding, dude. Go ahead. No, please, Eric. Go ahead. Go, go, go. So it's <laughs> a joke. I'll I'll make it quick. Um Josh, I believe, is going to uh, have all this stuff feed him, just like it did last year, and now even more so. I think that next year is our year, and I hope that we find the right people if Dable and Frazier are gone. That's really where I'm at with Josh. Right? At least Dable. Come on, Dable. Yeah. Playing so conservative, like when you know you got Josh Allen at the helm. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, guys. This is not analytical show. This is just about emotions, uh, stars and hearts, and all that fun bingo shit. Uh, Eric, uh, I really appreciate you hopping on, man. You didn't have no clue what you were just gonna walk into. No idea. Uh, <laughs> Bob. Bob goes. Uh, Eric, I'm the one from Daytona Beat. That did you? <laughs> going on, Bob. I love that. Bob's a good guy. <laughs> he is a good but, guy. Excuse my, you know, my voices. That's how I, I don't know. Hey, Brian, one, one other thing I wanted to make sure that I covered before, uh, before we end is that. Guys, uh, we're not leaving, to... guys. All right, let's keep, I got really got a fucking piss, dude. I'm drinking a lot of beers. Sorry, go ahead. I, 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 wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to say, uh, you know, thanks very much for, uh, you know, uh, Captain Dave and Larry and uh, Valerie and then uh, Tamp Neal, Tamp Jen coming over to our, our uh, tailgate. Uh, we had a great time and that was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, that's why I kept telling all the Bills fans, all the Bills backers that were coming over to our tailgate, you know, and they were like, Hey, let me give you some money. Let me give you this. I was like, look, I don't want anything. All I want you to do is, you know, spread the word that Kansas City is a great place to come see a football team, you know, football game and, you know, have a good time. Uh, so, you know, big ups to all y'all for coming over and, and hanging out with us in, uh, in enemy territory. It's not an easy thing to do. And, uh, you guys walk right in and, and fit oh, right it's in. It's easy and, and when awesome. we got you guys as the host. Of oh, course it's yeah. easy, bro. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It, it no, makes it was, the it people awesome not the, I mean, sure. there, I'm sure there are some D bag Chiefs fans out there. I'm sure there are, just like there are some D bag Bills fans. Oh, yeah. But it's the people that you meet as what well, c- continues this community of fandom for our team. So awesome, bro. Thank you very much, man. Can't wait yeah. to hang out with you guys next year. And yeah, yeah. Cook off I, between Brian, I got something Neil's for wings. you. I got something for you. I'm, I'm never going to go to the bathroom, am I? What's nope. up, Neil? <laughs> what? Jesus Christ. Wait for it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Look at this five-minute video of Tabanil drinking one beer. That's fantastic, not bad, Neil. Not bad. There yeah. we go. Got it into the stadium. Quality effort. Quality effort. Guys, th- this has been absolutely fun. I-, I really appreciate all y'all hopping on, um, especially Carolina Beachbackers chapter president Eric Medler. Um, when-, when it kind of slows down, Eric, I'm going to have you back on, and we're going to talk nothing but your club uh, during the summertime. So appreciate you just kind of joining in and having a little bit of fun with us, uh, Mike Bizlion. Don't know why you just can't call you Brian, but Bizlion it is. Uh, you got you guys. You guys are our 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 favorite friends in, in KC. So I wish you and your team nothing but the best the rest of the year, and I can't wait to hang out with you guys next year. So next thank year, you all for being guests. Uh, Tampa Neil, can I can I can we hurry that up so I can go to the bathroom? Where can we find breaking tables, bro? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, uh, um, I was looking at our score predictions from Thursday. Let's hear it, Tampanil. My score prediction was 42 to 35. Sack. What's up? My score prediction was 42 to 35. Yeah, I, However, I called call the shutout. I, I don't know. I called the shutout. Yeah, yes, you did. <laughs> no, you, you said 41 time. Oh, yeah. All right. So, either way. All right, guys. Well, you guys can find us here live on Twitter, A Bills Podcast. Pull us up there. Make sure you like us, share us, tell your friends. YouTube, pull us up there too. Subscribe. Tell your friends. If your friend hasn't subscribed yet, smack them and have them subscribe. Yes, exactly. By the way, there was a barbecue place in Kansas City called Slappies. What was better? That barbecue place or uh, Brian's Butts? Uh, Brian's was better. Oh, yeah. Brian's. I heard Brian's. That's the word on the street. We yeah, didn't I mean, make the slappies though. We wanted to get there, but her good things. Uh, but yeah, we can also get us live on Facebook Live as well. So um, tomorrow morning, whenever you guys are driving in, make sure you pull us up where you listen to your favorite podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever you like it. Pull it up, listen to us on your morning show because our morning or we'll make your your morning much better. Your your holes will be nice and wet on your drive in, Brian. That was that was actually kind of decent, Tabanil. You should go into radio broadcasting, brother. Uh, yeah, making eye and ear holes wet as fuck. That's exactly what Breaking Tables does. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Bob Bradley goes, "Cheers, Biz Line and Magic Mike, another great show. You guys are class." Thanks with the Bills out, go Chiefs. Um, I'm gonna introduce you. So you think the, the the people I already introduced you guys to are pretty cool? Wait till next year when I'm like, oh, listen, we're gonna have a huge party just surrounding you guys of all of us. Um, not, not, I'm probably not do fans of Buffalo. We'll just do like a private party though. That's you know, oh, we're, 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 we're sending this guy over to you guys next year. <laughs> he's definitely, he's definitely going to be hanging out with us and he's going to use the blue room. <laughs> uh, guys, two, buckets, been... two buckets, two buckets, yeah, two buckets <laughs> next time. Uh, isn't that a thing where it's like two, one guy, two buckets or what, two, two buckets? Maybe in Buffalo, but not in Kansas City. Yeah, guys, this has been absolutely fun. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Go ahead and hit that share button, and don't forget to tune in uh, on your drive home, the audio version. Uh, you already know that. Guys, this is Breaking Tables. We love you very much. <laughs> the season's done, but I don't give a fuck because we're all going to be talking shit against the Patriots. And no Tom Brady. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, see you Thursday. I don't know what we're going to talk about Thursday. Oh, we got president of Built in Buffalo coming on Thursday night, oh, yeah, 7.30. Right. So let's get down with a get down with Built in Buffalo. Bye-bye. Cheers, guys. Salutes. <laughs>